0: What's up, everyone? How's it going? Welcome to this week's episode of the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Jomo Media Promotions. I hope you guys all had a great week. This week on the program, we're sitting down with a driver of the number thirty-four Oscar modified, as well as late model. That's well, not an Oscar late model, but it's a late model nonetheless. We're sitting down with TJ Edwards. We're going to talk about how he got started in racing. His goals for 2021, as well as he took some time to answer some of our fan questions. But before we get into that interview, we're going to have a quick few words, sorry, from our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media Promotions. Let's go. All right, everyone, just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media Promotions. Jomo Media provides race-ready promotions to bring you and your team to the next level. We provide weekly updates as well, as providing off-season, mid-season, end-of-year write for your team. On top of the write-ups, we have photo and video opportunities as well. For more information, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J-O-M-O-Promos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and follow us at Jomo Media. What's up, everyone? How's it going? I hope you guys had a great week. Hopefully, you guys had a chance to head back and uh, check out episode 25 with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. John Carley. Welcome to our first Tuesday show, everyone. I hope you guys all have been excited for this. and Because guess what? That means tomorrow you guys are going to get to hear the first episode of The Driver's Seat with Kaelin and Michael. The time has come, guys. I'm excited. All the hard work we've put in for the past few months is now going to get shown starting this week. So make sure you guys are following, like, subscribe, comment. Uh, sorry, like, subscribe the, the show guys on Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, if you're not sure, check out anchor.fm, search in the driver's seat with Kaylin and Michael link will be in our bio. Um, we are going to have, I don't even know what it's called now. (laughs) Um, it'll take, it'll show you all the, uh, available channels. Um, you guys are going to be able to listen to the driver's seat with Kaylin and Michael on. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get them in. Um, I kept putting it off, and I kept forgetting to uh, message them. So, unfortunately, I do not have a little segment with them this week, you guys. But I hope you guys are excited for the show. We got a we got a good one lined up for you guys. We're going to talk about how they all got started in racing, um, and hopefully, hopefully, I can keep them in line. That's that's the main goal, you guys. Um, yeah. So. All the way, all the way. <laughs> oh, man, it's been a bad day. Um. So, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy this this program today. You guys, uh, heads up, you're on out. Tuesdays will be the dri- – oh, sorry, <laughs> will not be the driver's seat. Tuesdays, your this podcast, the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Jumble Media and Promotions, will drop on Tuesdays. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, thank you to everyone who's liking, commenting, sharing – our show and all their social media channels, guys. You guys are awesome. You guys rock. I love you guys. Um, if we get to 300, like I said, if we get to 300 followers on Instagram prior to May 31st, which I'm I am one away. I need one more follower. So maybe by next week we will be having a uh, a contest, guys. So uh, share, like, comment. Let's get the show out there. Let's get listening to a lot of people, and let's do a giveaway. Let's do a mass giveaway here, guys. Uh, t-shirt. Uh, it'll be a T-shirt and hat combo. Any hat, any T-shirt you guys want from the Joe Media Store, um, or will it just be a Joe Media T-shirt and hat, your size, and we'll send it off to you guys. Um, uh, what else do we got? Uh, speaking of the Joe Media Store, head on over to our links in our bios on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter um search up uh or hit it uh it'll lead you right to our stores uh joe media apparel and true north racing podcast apparel are available guys get yourself a hat hoodie t-shirt uh tank top because it's warm getting warm out guys it's getting warm out get those tank tops um and help us show off the the true north racing podcast brand and as well as the joe media brand um thank you to everyone who keeps buying the shirts uh you guys are all awesome uh, got nothing else much going on that I can think of at the top of my head for right now. But you know what? Let's save it for later, guys. Here's our interview with TJ Edwards. So let's sit back, relax, and let's go racing. First off, thank you for uh, joining up, joining with us this week. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks. Uh, how's your uh, how's your off season going?
1: Uh, it's going good. We got the modified and the late model ready we're just kind of waiting to see what's going to play out where we're going to be able to race
0: yeah uh i guess this year has been a little bit longer of an off season just like last year right
1: yeah um it's just a wait game unfortunately i was hoping we'd somewhat get back to normal by now and have a normal race season but it's not looking so positive
0: no definitely not i'm hoping uh june 2nd there we're all told that uh at least we're allowed to go back to the track and at least start practicing or at least uh, hold races without fans again.
1: Yeah, for sure. It'd be nice to at least just even strap in a race car and test for now if we could get to do that. But racing would definitely be a plus.
0: Yeah, for sure it would. Um, so you drive a Oscar modified and a – I guess it's a pro late model or is a limited late model?
1: Uh, it's a limited late model
0: transferred kind of now into a pro late pretty much. Okay. And uh, how long have you been, uh, so actually we're going to start from the beginning here. When did you start racing?
1: Uh, I started racing in 2013. I started at Varney in a mini stock.
0: Okay. How well did that go for you?
1: Um, I think our first year we ended up, I want to say fourth or fifth in points. Okay. And for a few years, we kind of just raced everywhere. Didn't really take it serious. Until two thousand sixteen, we hopped in a late model at Varney full time. We came second in the points, and that lost it by one point. Oh man! And then seventeen, we raced Varney again, won the championship. Eighteen, we tried the Stubble Sunset deal. Then nineteen, Damn. we went back to Varney and we bought the modified halfway through the year, and then tried that in twenty twenty.
0: And obviously, uh, I guess uh, already jumping into the modifies has been a su- success for you as you ended up winning the Jocasa race last, was it September, I think it was? Yeah. Uh, tell us how that was. How, how did how did it feel getting a win, especially on uh, the big track of Jocasa there?
1: Uh, it felt really good, to be honest. We were kind of just going for top fives. We weren't really planning on winning or anything. We were just kind of getting our feet wet in the series and seeing how it goes and we had a lot of better turnout than what we thought we were gonna, but we, I have really good people behind me, which makes a big difference too.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, that's always a good thing is when you got good people behind you helping you out, making sure, uh, that car is 100% when it goes on track, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: so obviously you do a lot of work on your own cars and, and especially now with having two cars, is it gonna be, uh, are you planning on running like a split schedule or what is, uh, what's kind of your idea for 2021 here?
1: Our plan is if we do go for we're able to go for points, we're gonna be running full points, full time points with the late model and the Oscar.
0: Where do you think of running the full time points for for the late model? Sorry.
1: Uh the late model will be at Varney just because it's so close to our shop. It's like 10 minutes away and it's easy.
0: Yeah. And then obviously the modify is going to go with the Oscar modified tour.
1: Yeah, we'll be full time for sure with that.
0: Nice. Uh, is there much change can, uh, from last year to this year in your modified program or no?
1: No, not really. We're just gonna change the wrap up a little bit. That'll be about it. Other than that, the car is staying 100% the same.
0: Nice. Um, so we're, we're gonna jump again back to the beginning again. Uh, so you starting driving in 2013, what made you kind of, uh, uh what kind of helped you get behind the wheel of, a, of the race car?
1: Um, I started helping my cousin in I want to say 2005 or six, he started, I started helping him when he hopped in a limited late model or challenger, I guess, back then. Okay. And I helped him all the way through his career until he came to the end. And then I got the opportunity to hop in the mini stock and then hop into his last late model, which is the one I have to this day.
0: Okay um so obviously uh uh being around the track from i guess i'm just going to assume a young age is that correct
1: yeah i think so, it was 11 or 10 or something like that
0: so being around the track since you were young it, it racing kind of in your blood so what's made you kind of uh keep in the sport what has made you kind of stick to the sport uh the way you have been
1: it had to be the love for the sport it's one of those things once you get it it's like an addiction you can't get rid of it
0: for sure it's a lot more than a drug addiction eh
1: a lot more expensive, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> that is for sure, um, but definitely the uh, the love of the sport is what keeps everyone going, right?
1: Yeah, and the good people I've met through racing. I've one of my good friends. Well, quite a few of my good friends are from racing.
0: Yeah, uh, racing is definitely one big family sport.
1: Yes, that's for sure.
0: So, uh, what has been one of your uh, best seasons to date? In the uh, I guess was about uh eight years of racing you've done so far?
1: Um, I'd say my best season was probably in 2019 when I won every race, other than the one that I kind of took myself out of.
0: What why did you take yourself out of the race, or was there a reason behind it?
1: Uh I kinda I well, I didn't kinda I spun the car right in front of me. If okay. I wouldn't spun them out, I would have won that one too, but it was my own fault
0: okay that's a, that's a that's a way to almost kind of in a perfect season, but other than that winning yeah I guess what probably about twenty twenty five times that year
1: yeah think it yeah it was twenty twenty yeah it was twenty five year correct, I'm pretty sure
0: yeah yeah that's uh that's still pretty impressive on a season to get that many wins,
1: yeah, it took a lot of time in the shop and everything else, and we tested every single Thursday too, which helps huge
0: yeah. What is uh what's one of your favorite tracks that you've been to?
1: It had to be Jakasa for sure.
0: Just the environment, just the atmosphere there, or
1: uh the environment, the atmosphere, the speedway, the speed, and just like how smooth everything is. It's just it feels like you're at the Daytona 500, the Super Bowl, right?
0: Yeah, it's just one of those must uh must be at tracks.
1: Yes. That definitely that race would definitely be the highlight of my racing career though, if that's for sure. Winning that one.
0: Yeah. Is there a, a bigger race that's on your horizon that you would like to go give a shot at?
1: Um autumn colors would be one I'd like to win eventually or try to win at least. I guess a lot of people try to win it.
0: Is that something you want to take the uh the modified for or the pro late model?
1: That'll be the modified we'll run there.
0: Okay. That'll be uh are you planning on going this year if they're allowed to have it, or are you gonna wait another year before heading out?
1: We'll have to go there for sure with because that's our last point tonight is uh, on. the oh, okay. process.
0: Okay, so yeah, then I haven't I haven't seen the schedule for the modified, so I haven't. Uh, I forgot about that one. Um, so obviously, uh, I guess this year was gonna be, if we, if we run this year, the, your idea ideal one is to race pretty much every weekend, eh?
1: Yeah, our plan is to run every single race to try and go for the points
0: okay and are you are, what what is an ideal season for you then for this year between your late model and your modified what is an ideal year for you in in terms of points
1: um did we want to win the late model points and then we're hoping for a top five with the modified and get rookie of the year is what we're trying for the modified
0: yeah are you is there much uh I guess you anticipation going into this year? Um I I guess you won the last race of the year last year. So is there much into anticipation for you this year to kind of uh stay the same course of what you did last year?
1: Yeah, we want to kinda of, to like keep the good luck rolling and what we had and work off it and try and get better even than what we were last year.
0: Okay. Uh you know what? We're gonna jump into our fan question period. We got a bunch of questions to run through tonight, so if you're up for it, we're gonna we're gonna start firing them off for you. Is that okay?
1: Yeah, I'm good.
0: So the first one comes fr- to us from uh, Instagram. It's Hasty three four four, and he says, "What track are you most excited for this season?" <sighs>
1: probably Cortha, to be honest. It's a speedway I've never raced or anything else. I went on there once on a ride along car and it caught on fire, so Oh wow. So that would probably be the one that I'd be most excited about to be honest.
0: Okay. Our uh our next one comes is a is we had the same question coming on both uh Instagram and Facebook, so I'm going to give both of them the uh the credit for it. So caddy_daddy63 and Lindsay Hooper both asked Is there a reason you chose the number
1: thirty-four? Um, well, the thirty-four comes from my cousin race and he got his late model, and Chuck Lawler did all the work on it, so that's why he went thirty-four, and then I just continued the number on.
0: Okay. And Caddy underscore Daddy sixty-three asks, "How did you get your nickname of Hollywood?"
1: uh actually lindsey hooper was the one that started that from Jakasa and then chris kept it going and then it kind of just spread from that
0: okay uh once again from caddy underscore daddy 63 what's your biggest accomplishment in racing so far
1: it definitely has to be winning jacasa
0: yeah uh lindsey hooper goes what has been the highlight of your racing career this far
1: Definitely, I I I don't know. Like winning the championship was still really big accomplishment too, because was something that you worked all over, all year for. But and then winning Jukasa too, all winter working for something too.
0: Yeah. Uh, Brady Cox asks, "What has been your favorite class to race?"
1: I'd had to say my Oscar modified to be my favorite.
0: Okay, and why is that?
1: just just because the way they handle and like how smooth they are and they're faster too which is the biggest thing
0: yeah uh jimmy hooper asks, where did you start and what and what are you where you thought you'd be by now
1: um i started in a mini stock and to be honest i didn't think i would ever be in a modified i thought i would stay I always wanted to go late model, like limited late model race. And that was always my goal. And I never really thought of going any farther. I would go any farther to be honest, but yeah, I'd say I'm a lot farther than where I thought it was going to be, to be honest.
0: That's always good then, you know, especially going further than what you thought is absolutely nothing to work. Is nothing wrong with that?
1: No, it's definitely a good thing.
0: Uh, our last question, actually, I got a couple more questions. Who is someone you have looked up to? And that comes in from Taylor Coleman.
1: Person I've looked up.
0: If you I don't,
1: have one. I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. It'd probably be my cousin, to be honest, because I was so young watching him race and everything else.
0: Okay. Uh, once, so, and... Then, it's anonymous, so I'm pretty positive you're going to know who it is. Uh, he says once we get back racing, what track are you most excited for?
1: Definitely. maybe uh, court. I'd still say Cortha.. Yeah. Cortha
0: uh, another next question from him goes, will you be in a pro lay model anytime soon?
1: That I'm not sure. I have no idea. All right. I would never say no to the opportunity as of right now, it's just a modified that we're worrying about.
0: Yeah. And the last one from the, from the gentleman who would like to remain anonymous from helping out your cousin, Dre Tremble in the late mall, did you ever see yourself getting to where you are today?
1: No, I didn't ever see myself being here to be honest. So I've really got fortunate and lucky with the opportunities that I've got given to me and the future of racing I have got handed to me.
0: That's all right then. Um, so I'm just kind of curious as to uh, uh, where, you know, where, where you would like to see your racing uh, career end up going. Um,
1: to be honest, my goal is to eventually hopefully go to APC is where I'd like to be. because yep. To be honest, it's the best in Ontario and it's, Got the best of best drivers. Not saying that no other class has it, but there's 30 cars and any of them could win any night.
0: For sure. Yeah. The, the I, I find I give or take like 15 cars between the uh, 15 to 20 cars between the APC, the Oscar modified, and the Oscar hot rods could almost win on any given night. And I find those are three of the most successful um traveling classes here in Ontario
1: yeah I agree with that I the thing with the late model why I kind of want to go APC I've always kind of had a soft spot for the way late models look and everything else in those cars that's the biggest thing too
0: yeah they uh especially with those gen six bodies I find on them now they're uh they, they make them look a lot nicer than they did even though like it's not much of a difference I find that they look that much slicker now than they than they did just two years ago
1: yeah i agree it really set them off with the new bodies
0: for sure uh if you so it kind of rolls in my next question would you run the chevy body the ford body or the toyota body
1: due to our sponsor we had to stick with chevy okay um but yeah i'd probably always stay with chevy that's what i've like all my va cars always been chevy and we've always had good luck with them so i'd have to say i'd stick with chevy
0: Okay. Hey, that's all right though. Like, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, with the pro late models, like it's, I guess with the, so because I'm never driven or anything like that, so so just kind of bear, kind of keep this to, I don't actually I don't know how to put that now. Uh, (laughs) What would be the biggest difference if you were to uh, jump from the Oscar modified now to a pro late model? What would be the Uh, changes you'd have to make personally to get yourself in the mindset to run in the top 10 with the pro lates um
1: the biggest thing would be save your equipment right you're running 100 laps now where we're like 50 yeah so it's not waiting 20 25 laps and then going you're waiting like 75 laps till you actually push the car so you don't burn up your tires early and stuff you're more yeah. consistent or not consistent um, conservatory
0: what would you have to do like obviously with the longer races like with the with oscar mods only i guess they're the highest they go is 50 laps and the prolates late's going 100 is there much else you would have to do personally to get yourself in the mindset or no like yeah, hydration
1: yeah. or definitely have to hydrate yourself a lot more but it'd be definitely working out more and stuff and training for it, i'd say more so you stay more consistent over 100 laps and you don't fall off because you're mentally tired or physically tired
0: yeah that i always found that was uh you see you see you know you guys getting out of car at 50 laps looks about the same as those guys getting out of car at 100 laps it, it's uh it, it looks tough no matter what
1: yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not easy, but we, with the helmet blowers and stuff and water's built into the helmets and stuff now it helps big time to keep you cool and hydrated all race, for sure. Uh,
0: what's uh, what's something what what has been one of your uh, um, actually I don't even know where I was gonna go with that one unfortunately. Um, my mind just kind of started going somewhere and the next thing you know it went squirrel on me. That's a that's a typical factor or factor of my- for some reason lately with me Um, talk about some of the people who have gotten you, uh, have gotten you, have gotten you to where you are today.
1: Um, The biggest one would have to be, would be my uncle. He's my car owners and he's the one that supported me the whole way. So without him, it wouldn't be possible, but especially my dad too. My dad's the one in the shop with me just as much as I am. And he's always helped me at the track or anywhere I need his help with stuff. So between him, those two, they'd be big help. And then Brian McDonald, since I've been in a big car, he's been a huge help and been part of all my cars too.
0: Nice. Um, so I got a question. I can't remember. I I feel like it was you or it might've been um, uh, your cousin or something. Uh, did you guys ever take that car down to, um it was performance world at the time did you guys ever take the car down there
1: uh we had the modified down there and we've had the late model down there
0: well yeah i i I remember seeing the the modified there i think it was just last year correct
1: yep 2000 and i guess yeah it would have been 2020
0: was it around 2000 uh, 2008 or 2009 you guys had a late model down there too maybe not like you driving but like
1: yeah jay had one down there he had his I think the owner would have been the orange and black Pro mall model down there.
0: Yeah, that's uh, I was down there with um, David Elliott.
1: Yeah, he had his car in there, and I, yeah, think,
0: him, him and his dad were just like right around the corner from you guys. Yeah, and the way you guys, I still remember to this day how you guys had that car jacked up in the booth was actually kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it was on jack stands on the one side, and we had the hood lifted up a little bit.
0: Yeah, that was uh. I think you guys ended up winning award for that. Did you not?
1: Yeah, I think I think he won best appearing car that year. I'm, don't count me on it. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah. I think he, think he did. I,
0: I, I thought he got the best appearing stock car in there.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: Because everyone else kind of had like okay booths. Like we even had a good booth. I know that. But then I just kind of look over in there. You guys have that car just jacked up on the one side, hood up. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool
1: yeah it was
0: have um, you ever thought about bringing a style like that if you ever bring a car back to back to motorama
1: um yeah the only thing with now is they crowd them a lot tighter you don't you had a lot more room back there where now you're all jammed together where you're yeah. like six in a row or four in a row so you really can't do it anymore right
0: yeah whereas uh back when it was performance world we had that big building uh as you kind of go through the first grand hall into the second hall where the racing corral is, we had that third building there. I remember that over on the uh uh west side of the wall there or the south side of the wall. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely changed a lot in the in the years uh uh we, we've been going, eh?
1: I'd say it was a lot be- like I wouldn't say a lot better, but it was more better for racing back then and for yeah atmosphere is more racing i'd say now it's more into like the tuners and stuff kind of
0: yeah especially when they got a like the tuners and the rat rod guys they got like a whole section dedicated to them and we're just kind of shoved in this low ceiling you know walk by us kind of area
1: yeah they just kind of jam us like in a tight little square in the center and that's it
0: yeah it's uh it's unfortunate but you know what i think a lot of I think a lot of the, the, the tracks, the, the owners of the tracks, the, you know, like I was there with the CVMs last year, the way they had it set up was good. Um, you know, even though we were packed in there, I still felt like we had enough room where people could, had enough time to come see us.
1: Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Like people put their booths nice and everything, which did help us big, like the way they decorated and presented themselves, which helped big, which the The rat rod guys are going to go to the rat rods. The performance guys are going to go to performance and the race car guys are going to go to race cars, right?
0: Yeah. I'll always walk around the show, appreciate everyone. That's kind of there kind of take a look at everyone that's there. But of course my heart, my, myself always makes my way back to the racing area and just looking at every single car and looking at how good or even not so good it looks, but Again, I'm not the one that owns it. I'm not the one that designs it, so I can't. It could look bad here, but guess what? On the track, it could look amazing.
1: Yeah, for sure. You kind of, kind of accept everybody's hard work and time and dedication they put into their racing career.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it, it's always nice seeing seeing everyone, especially like, uh, um, racers within the club or or just different racers in general who'll stop by and just t- chat with you for a few minutes just because you guys are there at the same time
1: yeah for sure like a lot of the guys stick together like say you race a flamborough a lot of the flamborough guys will stick together the salva guys it's kind of the way it's always been
0: it, yes. your, your click is your track area
1: yeah, that's yeah. what I, i've noticed
0: you know what it and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because there absolutely is not nothing wrong with that, but it'd be kind of nice to actually get somehow make a way for each different uh, track to get a few people together and kind of have discussions. I think that would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it would be, but it's hard enough trying to get tracks together to have the same point or the same rules for every track. Everybody wants to be different. That's the biggest thing, right?
0: Yeah, that's the uh, that's the tough part right now, but I think uh, a lot of the tracks are still coming together and still uh, making gains on on coming together and not fighting any, and not fighting as much as they used to.
1: No, that's for sure. I think in a way, I think like I know COVID's not the greatest thing, but I think it's kind of helped all the tracks kind of work together too. Though at the same point,
0: I, I'd agree with that. It forced them to to work together and actually um come up with options for the drivers
1: yeah and tr- like everybody wants to see people race no one wants to see an empty racetrack no one wants to lose a track and everybody's starting to realize that if we don't work together we're going to lose tracks
0: yeah we're going to lo- continue to lose tracks at an uh you know incredibly fast rate
1: that's uh, it's true and that's why we got to start getting the fans back to the races to help pay for stuff and help keep us on the racetrack
0: absolutely what is one thing i'm going to start asking every guest this if you were a track promoter for a day what it doesn't matter what track just in general okay what track or what um what rules would you change in a day or what would you do what would you change over a if you own a track what would you change in a day to engage fans to get them out to the track to come watch racing
1: to be honest, I think the biggest thing that's going to help or is helping is the G-Force, the TV and stuff, because people are watching racing that's does, never seen it before or seen it but not really that into it. So it gets them more into it, and then once they watch it, they want to go, right?
0: Absolutely. I, I can agree with that one. I, I I think it helps when you know, a lot of people who are going to – Like For me going to Flamborough last year Same thing with Chris, I remember seeing it from Chris Pendleberry as well If he was at a race that had G-Force or had a link He was sharing it Well guess what, now Let's say 200 people that he knows Have seen it, who could pass it on, pass it on Pass it on And that's the same way, like if if we all share The links, it helps get Even if, if They don't sit down and watch it, it gets that Thing into someone's mind, it's like Oh yeah. G-Force. I remember seeing that one time.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like even if you send in 600 people, see it, and only hundred people watch it. It's still a hundred people more now that than we had before. Right.
0: Absolutely. Like I, I, we, we, you know, with the CVMs, we attempted to do a live stream, uh, July 25th last year. Didn't go over so well. I, I will be the first one to admit to that. We tried our best to do what we could and And we were still garnering garnering about eighty-six to one hundred and fifty views at at any given time. We were having eighty-six to one hundred and fifty people watch it at any given time. So, even though those numbers are low, it it you know it helped.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But the biggest thing is your first few times you're gonna be trial and error, right? You're exactly. until you get your name out there and people start watching and then people realize, Oh, there's this happening Saturday. Let's watch in. And then the 80 people you had before now there's another 80, right? You start growing slowly to that way.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm kind of hoping to do with this a little bit more is hopefully down the road, we, I can start doing some other things as well with it.
1: Yeah. You got a really good thing going here. And the way you promote it is really good too. And it gives drivers and everything else, um, I can't even think of speak right now. It gives, <laughs> gives them a way to promote themselves too. Right. And get their name out there that maybe aren't talked about all the time or new to the sport, which Absolutely. is awesome.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't think I've actually had an, actually I haven't had, I've had one established guy in racing and that's been John Carly. Um, for the most part, the guys who I've been talking to are in the, who have been in the sport for about um, anywhere between five and 10 years. So, yeah, actually, you know what? A lot of them have actually been established. But still, it's it's nice to hear, like, the Megan Mitchells, the Caitlin Walses, um, the uh, uh, Chris Pendleberries, all the way up to the John Carleys, the Chris Hales, the Joey Harrimans, um, Michael Kenny, who I've spoken to. And, you know, it's, it's kind of uh, – it's been kind of cool to get to know each and every single one of them and letting them promote themselves to get um, – uh, to help get their name out there more right
1: yeah it's good because you hear everybody's story right everybody's story is different how they started or what got them into it and their passion and what they love to do and all that stuff
0: yep you're absolutely correct there it's uh it, it's been a lot of fun i can tell you that much
1: it's good no no one takes the time like you to do this and interview people
0: I know I'm not that good at interviews and I'm hoping to continue to get better. I have a list of some big name guys. I want to come on who I would like to come on the show, but I'm not getting them. I'm not inviting them on until I actually get better before I do. Cause I feel like if I get better then those people, I can ask those people to come on and then they see like, Holy crap. Like he's I'm, like, I'm actually getting better at it. And then it attracts more bigger names. I, I would love to have this where I, you know, uh, let's say next week or in, let's say a year from now, I'm talking to a guy from B.C., a pro late model driver, a late model driver out in B.C. I think that would be awesome if I can get to um, this nationwide, so to speak.
1: Yeah, you will eventually. It's like anything, right? You're promoting yourself, too, and you're getting people on here and they're sharing it. It's,
0: yep. so it's
1: like anything, right? It takes time
0: absolutely i'm i've been putting in the work that's for sure
1: but you see like i I say you're on the right track i could see you doing that for sure
0: hey thank you very much tj no problem uh you know what man we're kind of wrapping up right now is uh is there anyone else you would like to thank uh any sponsors anyone you in particular you want to thank for uh getting you to where you are
1: um I pretty much have to thank all my sponsors, to be honest. Like Can Do Homes, Just foam It, Hallman's, JT Excavating, Signs and Needs, Stewart's. Um, I, don't know how I got it looked so I don't forget any.
0: <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. Take your time.
1: Uh, Wellington perforated steel and plate um, home hardware Deeker's collision I think that's everybody
0: righty. well TJ just as always we want to thank you for jumping on and thank you for answering our fan questions and uh, hopefully they all got answered and hopefully they're uh, happy with the answers you provided for us
1: yeah thank you for having me on here I really appreciate it and thanks for your time
0: no problem, man. Uh, thank you. Hopefully uh, hopefully, I'll get to actually run into you at a track uh, this summer.
1: Yeah, me too. It'd be a pleasure to meet you in person.
0: <laughs> For sure, man. You have yourself a great Sunday night, and uh, we'll talk to you later, all right? You too. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good one. Bye now. You too. back. All right, guys. That was Driver, the number 34 Oscar modified, as well as the number 34 late model up at Full Throttle Motor Speedway. That was Mr. TJ Edwards. As always, guys, we want to thank TJ for jumping on. It was a pleasure chatting with him and getting to know him some more. And uh, thank you to our fans who have submitted questions. You guys are awesome. Uh, there's a lot of good ones out there today. Hopefully he answered them and uh, to, to the best of our, his ability. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed that as well. Before I wrap things up here, I got two more things I forgot to talk to about earlier in the show here. The driver's seat. That is right, guys. When you guys hear this, it's Tuesday. So, hello, Tuesday. That means tomorrow, guys, is the driver's seat. You guys are going to hear the first episode of the driver's seat with Kaylin and Michael. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And follow the driver's seat with Kaylin and Michael. As well, guys, make sure you guys like, subscribe, follow us on social media at Jemmo Media. Um, That helps us out a lot as well. Uh, Make sure you guys are like, commenting, uh, and sharing. The posts we do as well, guys, that helps us out a lot as well as getting the word out there of our podcast. Um, So one thing I forgot to add earlier in the show is uh, if you guys are down by Maryville Speedway, whoever listens, if you're down by Maryville Speedway or if you guys want to take the road trip, Maryville Speedway has opened up a wood oven pizza joint. Me and the girlfriend were down in the area. We went for a picnic for lunch and uh, I decided we were going to go over there and go get some ice cream. Um, once we got there, we thought it was cash only, so we left, and we are gonna come back for dinner. So much fun. uh, we waited in line it wasn't it wasn't too bad, it was worth the wait. trust me um but go on down there, help support Maryville Speedway. They sold over seven hundred pies over the weekend. They're taking a very much needed two day vacation here um to everyone who goes down there and supports Maryville Speedway um with this get you guys are awesome it's absolutely amazing i enjoyed the heck out of it my girlfriend enjoyed her pizza she got a meat lovers i got a straight a pepperoni i like if i'm going to try someplace that's got pizza um i'm strictly going to try pepperoni um uh, but i did try slice of her meat lovers man was it delicious uh so if you guys are down that way head on over pick yourself up a pie man it's awesome it tastes so good um yeah uh as well guys uh, apparel, always available, head on over to our links in our bio, um, and pick yourself a jo- up a Jomo Media shirt, or even a True North Racing Podcast t-shirt, hoodie, hats, sweaters, I know it's a little uh, warm for sweaters, but we also got tank tops, so get yourself a tank top, uh, rock out with uh, your Jomo Media gear, it helps us a lot here at Jomo Media, br- help bring, uh, um the uh the content to you guys so the more you buy the more content we are able to bring to you guys thank you to everyone who helped support us by buying up apparel um uh, i got nothing else for you guys this week so once again my name is john morrison and you guys are listening to the true north racing podcast brought to you by general media and promotions we'll see you all next week bye now